the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Be it props, parlays, in-game wagering, MyBookie.ag has it all. And if you use the sign-up code SGP50, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. With MyBookie, you play, you win and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. Hey guys, this is the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Um, Given the lack of relevance attached to the Everton versus Burnley game, I've not killed myself in order to deliver this podcast in time for that particular game. Um, I guess it could only be damaging for fantasy picks, but the Everton-Burley game is not inclusive in the locks. It's not inclusive as a dog, and it's not inclusive as a parlay. To tiptoe around it, I would think that, given the fact that there's nothing at stake at this late-season stage, I would divert towards the home team. But... And due to the fact that I am still owed a um, European show over at lockbetting.com and there are significant stakes attached to multiple European games and I really have to have a good look at all of that. Seeing as we're coming towards the end of the NBA season, seeing we're in the thick of the MLB season, seeing as I had to produce two European podcasts that both sweep the board, um, pretty much we're just waiting for one dog which is Valencia's qualifier but I don't think that's going to win but the Champions League show went 100% as did the um, as it looks like the uh, Europa League show as well is going to so we are having a very very good and solid week as things stand and um, I'm happy with what we've what we've produced so far I am trying to focus more on um, the American sports that are going to primarily take over over on my lockbetting.com website. In addition to that, for those of you that are on the soccer packages for the $60, you can message me and tell me what sport that you want to replace that. Those replacement options will be put over at lockbetting.com. There is a ton of stuff to bet on there's going to be a lot of tennis there's two grand slams that happen after the football season in addition to that there will be football tips there will be transfers there will be pre-season there will be the copa america which we'll cover here also on the sgp network so there's going to be that as well on top of that a cricket world cup as well a rugby world cup Loads of boxing, UFC, WWE. So the gambling is not going to stop just because there's no soccer season and just because we're sitting here waiting for the NFL to start as well. There's there's going to be no stop to that. As I said, NBA season still still going on. We're 100% so far in Major League Baseball. So look out for 
all of that stuff on lockbetting.com, especially for those on the top package, the sports pack, because that's still something that is going to be in full flow. And as I said, the soccer pack, let me know what sport you want the soccer replaced with because I accept that there may not be enough soccer there to keep you going, although we will be covering every single Copper America game anyway. Um, but you will still get that soccer and you will get a bonus sport added for the months of June and July. So don't necessarily rush to cancel because you're still going to get all the football friendlies. You're still going to get all the Copa America and you're still going to get all the transfers and you're going to get a bonus sport of your choice, be it the Cricket World Cup, be it the Rugby World Cup, be it the Tennis Grand Slams, be it uh, combat sports. And I'll chuck in UFC and boxing and WWE collectively as one sport and just label it as combat. And uh, there will be a more structurized breakdown of this over on my website, lockbetting.com, because... I am not just Mr. Soccer, even though I am by far the best soccer contributor on the SGP and probably in the world. Um, there isn't anybody who can touch my numbers. I have a lot record here of 44 and 9. If somebody can beat me, I'll quit the fucking show. If somebody can pull out 44 and 9 in the EPL, the most difficult league in the league in the world, and they can beat my lot record, I will fucking quit the show and you'll never hear from me again. You're not going to touch it. 44 and 9, can't beat it, never will be beaten. I won't even beat it. It's just an unbelievable season all round. And um, I think. Um, I think even from my perspective, I often talk to Ryan Kramer about it and, and throughout, the, throughout the, the year and say it's almost going too well. The bar is almost too high. How am I ever going to do this again? Coming off last year where I was 25 and 13 and was relatively pleased with that to, to be sitting at 44 and 9. Pretty ridiculous number. And... Um, yeah, I'm not expecting to, to, to beat that next season, obviously. But um, what I will be definitely doing next season is keeping it to the 38. Um, because if you want the, the double locks, the second half of those locks will be primarily on lockbetting.com. So it's a good time now to sign up. And certainly a bad time to sign off. I saw some uh, subscription packages cancelled in the last two days because people thinking that uh, Billy can only do soccer. Billy doesn't only do soccer. Trust me. If you speak to any of the guys, speak to Ryan, speak to Sean, and, and, and they'll tell you. Like, I've been chucking out silly numbers on all kinds of sports for the past five years. That's how long I've been working here at the SGP. So um, moving on to the EPL show. As I said, no no, no rush here to get this out for Everton Burnley. Um, I was going to, to pick Everton. That's what I've got down. So by some miracle that this goes out before that game, uh, take Everton at 4-6. The game I'm aiming to have this out in time for is the Tottenham versus Bournemouth game. It's at Bournemouth, sorry, so Bournemouth versus Tottenham, where Bournemouth are the three to one underdogs. It's also three to one for the draw, and it's seventeen to twenty on Tottenham. This is a tough one because Tottenham's primary focus will be getting into the Champions League final, and they're not dead yet because if they win in Ajax. They are still alive in the tie. A 1-0 win gets some extra time. A 2-1 win gets them through. So any one-goal win keeps them in the tie. So they're not out of it at all. In fact, it's very, 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 very likely if Tottenham 
win that game, they do go through because Ajax winning one nil away is um is the worst away win that you can get. Not that any any away win is amazing, obviously, to don't take that out of context, but one nil matched with a one nil in the Champions League because of the away goal rule still gives you extra time. Anything, anything that isn't one nil betters that. So two one, three one, obviously it's two goal deficit. Three two, four three 2-0, all, every other conceivable result which ends in a Tottenham win betters that 1-0. So all Tottenham will be thinking about, I think, is winning at Ajax. And if you took that at the start of the season and, and you offered it to Tottenham and you said, you have an opportunity to get into the Champions League final. All you have to do is beat the Dutch League's Ajax they would have sold their mothers to you for that kind of opportunity. It's just so big for Tottenham on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, on Wednesday. I, I, I can't even uh, exaggerate here at this juncture. So is this particular game big for them at Bournemouth because they have the opportunity to secure Champions League football? In my opinion with just one more win because Tottenham are on 70 points. Chelsea have the possibility of getting to 74 points with two wins and Arsenal have the possibility of getting to only 72 points um, with with two back-to-back wins. So therefore, Tottenham can get to 73. The one win would mathematically secure Tottenham's Champions League football. But do they need it here against Bournemouth? Are they going to send all the big guns out? Is Song going to play? Is Eriksen going to play? Are they going to play all the defenders? I'm not too sure. The final game of the season is at home to Everton and Tottenham do usually win that game. Everton are poor travellers to London, although they are chasing seventh place and are in relatively decent form. For me, the safest side of this one is to take both teams to score here. Um, That usually does happen in Bournemouth games. They are quite attacking and free scoring and I wouldn't think that they really have too much to play for this time of the season apart from pride I would also be wary of the fact that this is Bournemouth's last home game and even though some teams have been phoning it in have been on holiday usually there is a big festive feel for the final home game of the season everybody says uh, everybody does like a lap of honour and, and whatnot. it's quite it's quite a fest- festivious scene. So um, be wary of that as well because Bournemouth will be playing better than they have done in recent weeks, including that embarrassing 1-0 defeat at home to Fulham. So both teams to score here is a pick at 8-15. to I have gone around the houses a little bit to get to that, but that's what I would be going with on that one. Up next, we look at West Ham versus Southampton, where West Ham are the 6-5 favourites. It's 5-2 to to draw and 21-10 on Southampton. West Ham could pretty much typically do a West Ham here, which would be getting a massive result and then going and getting a very, very poor result. And there's no bigger result for West Ham United Football Club than winning against their rivals Tottenham, which was made even bigger by the fact that they won at Tottenham, which is made even bigger than bigger by the fact that they were the first team to score at Tottenham's new ground, which is made even even bigger by the fact that they were the first team ever to win at Tottenham's new ground. They will hold that over their biggest rivals forever. Now, that was West Ham's biggest win of the season. So ultimately, this is quite obviously 
a letdown spot here for West Ham, who don't often win back-to-back games. They weren't really trying before that Tottenham game. They were very much on holiday, but all of a sudden saw a cup final on the horizon and decided to fully turn up for it. Here, I think we get the usual West Ham, although they are the slightly better team on paper. I just feel that Southampton are getting more out of their players at this late stage of the season, um, with the exception of that big result that West Ham got. Um, It will be obviously good for West Ham to build on this to secure a top half finish. But for me, I'm going to take Southampton at four to six on the double chance. So Southampton to avoid a defeat here at West Ham. Up next, Wolves versus Fulham, where... Wolves are the 8 to 13 favorite 16 to 5 the draw and 5 to 1 on Fulham. Uh crazy resurgence from Fulham at the late stages of the season. They just keep, seem to keep winning, which is a massive surprise because they couldn't win any games when they needed to stay up and now all of a sudden they're down. They're doing everything they can um to give a spirited end to the season and possibly get Scott Parker this job, which I'm 100% sure he'll get on the basis of the last three or four results. Here, it's tough to go against Fulham based on the run that they've got on, but it's also tough to go against Wolves because they're just so much better than Fulham on paper. Um, I think inevitably this run for Fulham will end because how on earth are they going to close out with win after win after win? Um, And on the sole premise of that, without much confidence, I will be taking Wolves to get the home win here. Up next, Cardiff versus Crystal Palace, where Cardiff, who need this result badly, are the 8-5 favourites. It's 23-10 to to draw, and it's 2-1 on Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace shouldn't be a 2-1 underdog against a team that they're far better than and also giving their away record is better than their home record and they're showing signs of still trying which is proven by the fact that they went and won at Arsenal can they go and get up for a game at Cardiff yes I think they can Um, especially given the fact that they want to finish as high up in the league as possible and also um, I think that this this Palace team perform better when there's a big atmosphere and Arsenal and obviously stakes as well. And Arsenal, although they don't necessarily generate the atmosphere, the stakes were high in that Arsenal game and Palace were party poopers and they get to be massive party poopers here and send Cardiff down. The only irony is, is that Palace's biggest rivals are Brighton. And if Palace win this game or even get a draw, they will keep Brighton in the Premiership. So uh, that's a funny one, but I don't think it's going to matter much to the players. And I expect, Crystal Palace to be a decent underdog play here which is available at 2-1 to one, as I said late night Saturday game Newcastle versus Liverpool and you'll actually be able to see this if you are in the uh, the west coast at about 11.45 in the morning so at a reasonable time as opposed to getting up for Premier League football no matter what time the kickoff is um Newcastle are the 8-1 underdogs, 18-5 the draw, and it's 2-5 on Liverpool. It's 4-9 in places, but nothing getting us to that 1-2 realm where we could take Liverpool outright. Uh, Rafa's a very tight defensive manager. I'm expecting a tight game here. I'm expecting Liverpool to be held up 
as they typically have been in recent weeks, but inevitably they will break through in the end, obviously. Huddersfield didn't do that. Huddersfield just caved very, very early on. I'm expecting far more resilience from Newcastle. But in the end, Liverpool break through, keep their clean sheet and go back to the top of the table. And Liverpool to win to nil is available at 6-5. to five. Anything other than a Liverpool win will practically hand Manchester City the title this weekend. But I expect Liverpool to win and I expect... City to win and for us to have a final day of the season where the two teams are separated by a single point. Sunday's games are all about the battle for fourth where Chelsea play Watford, Huddersfield play Man United and Arsenal play Brighton. Chelsea, we're able to get at that one to two mark. It's 18 to 15 draw and six to one on Watford. Now, I don't like taking my locks at this price. I've tried to avoid it throughout the season and spurred on by certain comments that people made. I took us on a insane lock run, as we all know, where we ended up going, um, I believe, I'm trying to remember where we're at. We were at 23 and 7 and we are now at 44 and nine. So according to my maths, that's a 21 and two run that we've put together. Um, and a lot of those bets were put on under minus 150. So we disregarded that one to two mark and uh, we kept it under minus 150. A lot of them were around about even monies, minus 110s. So a lot of great, great bets. A lot of money has been made on this podcast through the locks. But I have to keep it chalky on this show um, Chelsea are going to win this game I feel they, they actually rested players for their Europa League semi-final Eden Hazard didn't play so when you come home to Watford you have to win this game same goes for Arsenal against Brighton not because they rested players but just because how are Arsenal not going to beat Brighton at the same price both teams are available at 1-2 to two. Both teams are going to be put in the parlay along with Manchester United. It's going to be a complete and utter Sunday parlay. And one of these teams will be the lock. The Manchester United game, which I haven't touched on, is outside of the realm. That is not at one to two. That is at one to three. But as Cardiff never, ever score any goals, in fact, they failed to score in 20 games this season. I expect them to do the same today. Uh, sorry, on Sunday. And Manchester United to nil is available at 11 to 10. Um, I really like that. That may become an official play over at lockbetting.com. Sign up and see if it does. But in the meantime, just taking Man United to nil as a pick on the show. Moving on to Monday, we look at Manchester City versus Leicester, where Man City are stupidly priced up at 1-7. to seven. I think they'll win this game, but 1-7 to seven is so disrespectful to a Leicester team. They look so much better under Brendan Rodgers, and they're going to give Man City a football match here. 13-2 uh, to draw and 12-1 to one on Leicester. Uh, as I said, this is going to be a football match. Man City are going to win it, I think, I hope, and uh, there will be goals in this game. Man City to win and over two and a half goals is just outside, again, of the realm that we're allowed to take. Um, 
I'm going to take a gamble here and go for Man City and over three and a half goals, which is available at six to five. So plus money pick there. But all we really care about is Man City coming out of this game with the win and going on to the final day of the season and winning at Brighton and becoming the champions of the Premier League 2018 and 19 and stopping Liverpool from winning a trophy this season. Closing out with the lock dog parlay portion of the show. As I said, can't stray too far from Chelsea or Arsenal. Both teams chasing top four. Both teams will win in their final home game of the season. Um, I actually expect Arsenal to to massacre this Brighton team. I expect uh, the same team that played on Thursday because Arsenal have that tie in hand against Valencia to play here and uh, to come off, to, to bounce back from those three poor Premier League defeats and destroy Brighton here. Um, see if there is any kind of uh, handicap play on this. But in the meantime, at one to two, Arsenal are the lock here. Chalky, chalky play to take us to 45 and nine this this season. The parlay, I'm going to double up on Arsenal. I just, I can't see any other result here at all um, this is a 1-5 to 1-6 to six pick for me honestly um, Arsenal added in with Chelsea added in with Manchester United on Sunday because Huddersfield beat nobody and the dog uh, alluded to it earlier um, I think that Crystal Palace are a real dog here and have the uh, possibility of sending Cardiff down on Saturday with a home defeat they're a the better team they've got the better players and they are still trying, basically, for lack of a, a, a better way of saying it. They are still fully trying, and I expect them to get the win. And well, I don't expect them necessarily to get the win. It's not like that's why it's not the lock, but it's a really, really good price getting Crystal Palace as an underdog at. Cardiff. So that concludes your EPL show. Make sure you check out the European show over at lockbetting.com. I said a lot about lockbetting.com at the start, so I won't bother anymore. The Champions League show sweeped this week, so make sure you check out the second part for the second legs over here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Good luck with all the events as always, and thanks for listening.